Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Best You Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jeremy Coaches. In today's episode, I have the pleasure of sitting down with my good friend, Dr. Brendan Shanahan, co-owner of Vitality Precision Chiropractic. He's been on the show before, and we get on, and we're actually recording, we recorded this episode on a virtual call using Zoom. Uh, so there's a video option of this as well floating around the uh, the interwebs on social media. But uh, you're going to be able to tune into the audio, which is which is no problem. And we wanted to spend some time talking about six things that we know um, can help you thrive really, I mean, at any time in life, but especially now during the, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and, and kind of quarantine and all this stuff going on. We know it's a time to be focusing on actionable things that can move you in the right direction and keep you grounded, keep you thinking positively, um, and keeping you in a good headspace so that you can you can show up in life and provide for yourself and for your family and for um, your employees or your coworkers or whoever. And so we know now more than ever it is it is beneficial to be doing these things uh, to keep ourselves from digging a deeper hole than we maybe kind of started during uh, started in during this pandemic. And so we talk about things. Uh, like exercise and getting out in nature and and providing yourself with nourishment and breathing and um, unplugging from technology and creating a routine for yourself and these types of things and uh, what I love about this this episode is we, we we don't just talk about this and these things and the benefits of it but we actually dive into um, and give you some some very concrete actionable ways to implement these things and we tried to make them actionable. Uh, steps that don't require a ton of time or effort because we we know the benefit of consistency and we know it's a lot easier to stay consistent with things when they're easier to accomplish. And then as the consistency um, builds, you can make them bigger, more complex. You can add layers to them as time goes on. So I really think that you can get some benefit from these things. There may be some of them that we talk about that you're already doing and kudos to you, keep doing it. But there, I guarantee there's at least one thing on this list that you're not doing right now that you could be. And so just view this as an opportunity. Um, don't feel like you have to implement all six things that we talk about. Uh, you can start with one at a time. It's easiest to, to build a routine that way. And so, you know, hopefully you gain some benefit out of this. I really think you will. Please consider sharing this with friends, um, commenting on it, subscribing to the show. I would really, really appreciate it. So without further delay, enjoy the episode and um, we'll see you next time. Dr. B, what's happening, my man? What's up, coaches? Good to see you, man. It's great to see you, brother. So obviously we chatted about getting on and recording something to send out to folks. And here we are. For those of the, uh, you watching, uh, my name is Jeremy Coaches. I'm a co-owner of CrossFit Reviver in Rochester Hills. I'm joined with Dr. Brendan Shanahan, co-owner of Vitality Precision Chiropractic, also in Rochester Hills. And, you know, we're finding ways for our businesses to navigate through the current COVID-19 pandemic and the shutdown and all this stuff. And we've also worked, you know, individually with hundreds of people in the community to help them uh, not just manage their, you know, this time, but to ultimately manage their health, their fitness, their well-being, all these things. So we wanted to get on a call, share the six top ways that we're finding p- 
people uh, thriving during this situation and just share some of the things that we know work personally for us. We know are backed with science and we know are working for you know, a, a lot of the people that, uh, that we're working with. So with that said, Dr. B, we're gonna get right into it. Um, I'm gonna start by talking about exercise. So one of the six things you can be doing is making sure to prioritize exercise. Why is this important? I mean, the list goes on. I could talk for an hour about it, uh, but the key things are it increases your blood flow, uh, which oxygenates um, every cell in your body. Uh, it releases endorphins, which will just kind of help with your mental state. Uh, it improves your overall health in many different ways. It increases your likelihood of fat loss and strength gain and all these things. So again, the list goes on. There are a ton of benefits um, but right now in this current situation where stress is high, super important to get your blood flowing and get those endorphins uh, releasing. So your action step, if you want to make this happen, make it simple, make it small, shoot for 20 minutes a day. Um, we're all stuck at home. There's really no reason why we couldn't dedicate 20 minutes. If you have a family, get the family involved. If you can get outside to do this, that's even better. And I'll leave you with the statement of consistency over intensity. Don't try to make it super hard or challenging. Just make it happen every single day. Love that. Uh, let's follow up with uh, connecting with nature. Um, if you think about this, our ancestors, you know, they, they resided in nature. They lived and hunted and um, there's a reason for that. And I think that we've kind of lost touch with nature. And uh, it sounds like a simple thing, but even just going for a walk, hike or bike ride, if you just take a look around and engage those five senses, you know, um, observe what colors you're seeing right now. Notice birds chirping, you know, take a look at the, at the sun and the blue sky. Uh, you can even start to see flowers. You know, we're, we're in Michigan right now, just seeing the, the trees bud and the flowers start to sprout. Um, you just want to engage with those senses. You know, we don't oftentimes do that. We, we work in concrete buildings. We breathe air conditioned, recycled air. We get in our car and breathe more air conditioned air, and then we come home and breathe more air conditioned air. So if we can get outside, just even taking deep breaths. Um, and if you have the opportunity, wherever you may live, maybe it's, uh, it's an opportunity for you to take your shoes off, get your feet in some, in some grass and some dirt and even, or, or sand if that's permitting for you. But if we can just do that, it's gonna allow our stress hormones to come down. It's gonna decrease inflammation in the body. So super important. Uh, an action step for you would uh, to engage those five senses next time you're out on a walk or a bike ride. And I would encourage you try to get 30 minutes minimum a week. And that's not asking a lot. That's one or two walks around the block, 30 minutes a week. If you can build on that to eventually get to 30 minutes a day, you are going to notice a huge difference in your stress levels. Heck yeah, man. Isn't it true that, you know, by engaging the senses and by staying, you know, uh, focused when you're outside or really anywhere, it just helps bring you more to the present moment. So you're not, you know, thinking about, you know, all the worries in your world or what's going to happen tomorrow. And it just kind of, it kind of grounds you, right? Yeah, man. I absolutely love that. Uh, if you were to just think about how chaotic our brains can be sometimes, and I'm actually going to touch on that in a little bit, but how chaotic our brains can be. And if you can just center yourself a little bit and be present minded while you're out in nature, uh, you'll notice a calming that comes over you for sure. Heck yeah, that's great. All right, moving on. So next one on the list is nourishment. So this is thinking about what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you're uh, consuming. 
you know, why is this important? Well, every function in your body relies on the nutrients that you're, you're giving it. So super important to be focused on what are we consuming? Um, you know, there are a lot of things to touch on when it comes to nutrition. It's probably one of the most complicated things that, uh, that people are, are reading about or learning about. And so I want to simplify it for you and just keep it basic. You know, so the action step here is just try to get more vegetables. If you can get a vegetable, uh, even a fruit at every single meal, it's going to help supply your body with those crucial nutrients and vitamins that, uh, that it needs. So uh, the, over the, like the big picture is just shoot for, for non-processed foods. So things like vegetables obviously are crucial, you know, meats, uh, nuts and seeds, things that are, that are, that are natural. That's kind of where we want to be, be shooting for when we're picking what to be eating. Uh, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent perfect. That's not what we're striving for. Kind of like the exercise motto of consistency over intensity here. Just try to get some consistent consumption of very nutritious foods. Um, so I always tell people eat the rainbow when it comes to vegetables, get all different colors, try to, try to switch it up on the, on the weekly, uh, get as many colors as you can and really make sure you're chewing your food that will help your body digest and actually put those nutrients to work. So there's your uh, focus for nourishment, uh, throughout this time. Yeah, that's good. I, I like how you say chew your food because, um, if you were to also think about when you're eating to what, what you're eating and, and chewing and, and almost like notice the different uh, textures or tastes that come when you're eating, um, it's also going to allow not only for you to enjoy that meal better, but you are going to digest the food so much better. So that's Heck great, yeah. dude. For sure. Uh, let's go into breathing. Um, breathing is important. Just again, to calm yourself, uh, become one with yourself, eliminate some of the distractions of the chaotic world. And if you think about even just simple practices like yoga and Pilates, a lot of that is, is focused around breathing. You, fo you, you think about what athletes do before a big moment. You know, if you step to the free throw line to hit a game-winning free throw, they're oftentimes taking a big, deep breath, and it's to calm themselves, okay? So you, if you were to ask even just like your average American, when is the last time that you just, you know, took a moment for yourself? And to sit in, in stillness and calmness and, and just breathe and just try to eliminate those distractions. I would, I would bet to say that most Americans don't have an opportunity to do that. So if we can start to incorporate that into our daily routine, that's going to be important. Your action steps are, there's a technique called box breathing or square breathing in which you would inhale for four seconds. You would hold for four seconds you would exhale for four seconds, and then you would hold for four seconds. And if we can even just incorporate one of those cycles into our day, I think that's gonna be important. Shoot for two. And then eventually you wanna build that up into, you know, maybe five to 10 minutes of breathing every morning. Um, I know I personally use another method. It's, it's uh, by the guy named Wim Hof. If you were to Google Wim Hof, he's really, uh, I guess he's known for his ice plunges, his cold plunges. Um, but he also is going to give you a breathing technique in which you would take 30 deep breaths. At the end of the 30th breath, you're going to blow it out and you're going to hold. And you're going to hold that breath for as long as you can. And what that does is allows you to have a mental um, engagement, just over controlling that autonomic nervous system. And it forces you to be like still, calm, eliminate the distractions and, and just be present minded at that time. So breathing, that's an important thing. Last thing I'll say about that, most of us uh, in our daily routine, 
we have these short, quick belly breaths. So when's the last time we just took a full, good, deep breath, filled up our, our abdomen, filled up our chest, and just let it go? So if we can start try to do that each and every day, I think that's going to help you guys through this time as well. That's awesome, man. So do you, you said you use the, the Wim Hof uh, strategy? Yes. Are you familiar? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I've heard of, I've, I'm familiar with Wim Hof for sure. Uh, yeah. I've heard of that strategy before, not so much coined by him, whether or not it is, it doesn't matter. Um, but I'm curious, what's the, do you time, when you do that last breath and you hold it, do you time how long you can hold it? I time it. Yes. So what's I've been the doing longest, this for two What's months. the longest on record for Dr. V? Love, love the question. Wasn't going to go there. Love the question. Uh, <laughs> when I first started, I was about a minute and 30 hold. And now I'm north of three minutes. My longest no is three minutes and seven seconds. Yes. No way. Yep. Record That's it. impressive. I'm gonna have to try that. Do you download the app free app guys. Okay. Um, all right, moving on. We could talk about that. That's, that's fun stuff. Well, thanks for sharing yeah. your, uh, your personal record. We'll see, uh, see if yeah. we can keep <laughs> that. Um, I can't wait right. for you to jump on there. I know you're going to try to, you know, push me even further. That's great. For sure. All right. So next on the list is routine. This one, you know, I'm on the phone every single day with, with clients and members here. And by far the biggest obstacle people are facing is they're out of their routine because obviously our work lives have changed over the last few weeks. And, you know, what I find interesting is, is obviously we all kind of have a forced routine that we're, that we're in, in our, in, in quote unquote normal life, whether it's, you know, even if it's just your routine consists of going to work at this time and coming home at that time. But it's interesting because I feel like most people, even in normal life, don't have a strategy around their routine. They kind of just do what is, is required of them without much forethought. And they just call it a routine because it happens, you know, Monday through Friday. But right now, people are that routine is, is, is shooken up. And so why is routine important? Well, at the end of the day, it gives you the power to get the results that you want, because it puts you in control versus your day, the things that are being brought up to you controlling you. And so mm -hmm. what I think the you know, there's a lot of things that can be done with routine, there's a lot of different strategies, you have to find what works for you. But I think the action item here that I would encourage people to try is start by implementing a morning ritual, right? My motto is you own the morning, you own the day. I don't know if that's, you know, if that's been, been coined by someone else, but that's the way I look at it is if you can own the first hour of your day and you can have complete control over it, uh, I really think it's going to set you up for success throughout the entire day. And so I'll just give you kind of an example of, of my morning routine. You don't find what works. There's a million different ways to do this. You have to, you know, kind of experiment with what's going to work for you and your schedule. But for me, I, once I get up, I start with water. I drink anywhere from 15 to 30 ounces of water first thing in the morning. Then while the coffee's brewing, I move around on the floor. I do some stretching. I do some breathing. Uh, I just kind of move my body for about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, again, it just helps me wake up. It helps me get like, like Dr. B was saying, get some breathing in and all that stuff. And then generally from there, I do a combination of kind of planning out the rest of the day, or at least looking at the rest of the day on my calendar. Uh, I usually do some form of reading, whether it's online articles or a book that I'm reading. And then I try to do some sort of writing. Uh, it, writing could just be simply jotting down some notes for the day. It could be kind of more of like a journaling and writing down my thoughts. Uh, but all of this, it takes about an hour. 
and it really helps kind of center me and plan me out for the day. So try to build out a routine, start with the morning. Love that. You and I are both routine oriented men. And I think the important thing here is, and you've mentioned it, like when you own the morning, you own the day. Think about um, how many, I call them wins, how many wins you got before, I mean, you wake up early, you're, you're probably up at 4.35 o'clock. How many wins did you get before six o'clock? Not only did you beat the alarm, not only did you get up and move already, you drank a bunch of water, your mind's in a good place, and you already got some knowledge from reading. So you got about five wins before six or seven o'clock. Like, For sure. how are you going to lose your day at that point? I mean, you're going to dominate the day. So I love, love that. It. Yeah, love it. There's uh, a Navy, I remember reading in a book, and uh, a Navy SEAL wrote, uh, your very first test of the day is when that alarm clock goes off. For sure. So this is a this is a big thing that people can take home. Like, did did you win or lose? It's that simple. So uh, oftentimes we hit that snooze button quite a bit, and we're all guilty of that. But if you can beat that alarm clock, uh, you're going to start on a good note there. Love that, Jeremy. All right, my last one is going to be unplugging from technology. Um, you know, you think about the average American, we come home from a really stressful day of work, and then we just immediately jump on social media, Facebook, Instagram, only to read more stressful topics, the, the, the news or whatever it may be. Um, and so we just never give our chance to unplug and calm down and de-stress from the long day. And, you know, most people, you'll sit there, they, they get on the Instagram, and they're just scrolling, right? And they don't even, they're getting these quick hits of dopamine. They don't even know how long or how much time just went by of just wasted time. And so if we can just unplug um, and maybe instead of going on social media or TV or the iPad or a computer, we can, you know, pick up a book, we can engage with our family again and the people at home. Um, you're gonna feel more calm when we do this. So I think all of that is super important. So my action step for you guys, this is from a book called Brainwash. It's called The Time Test. And time stands for time restricted, intentional, mindful, and enriching. So I want to go through this with you guys. Time restricted. If you want to jump on Facebook or YouTube or social media, before we get lost in like a rabbit hole, just set a timer and make just 10 or 20 minutes. And once that timer goes off, then we're going to unplug from that. Uh, if you needed a little bit more time, you know, another five minutes because you were doing something, set a five minute timer. But once that timer goes off, you're gonna be done with it. And that way you don't get lost for an hour on there. Intentional, before jumping on TV or social media, ask yourself, what are you hoping to get from scrolling Facebook or Instagram right now? How is it, is it gonna benefit you? And so be intentional when you're getting on there. Is it mindless scrolling or do I wanna get something? Am I searching for something? Mindful is M. This is just bringing awareness um, to the way that technology is affecting you. Sometimes if, if we don't even realize it, but um, it, it can make us angry or envious or feel inferior. So how is technology making you feel? What kind of emotions is it bringing, it bringing forth? And then the last one is E, it's enriching. And um, that's just asking yourself, is this enriching my life? Is this giving me more knowledge? Is it making me a better person? Is it making you feel content and optimistic? So the next time you jump on social media or TV, just ask yourself, is it going to pass the time test? Dude, that's, uh, that's awesome, man. I know for me personally, there's a lot of times I find myself, you know, scrolling and 
when I come to it and realize what I'm doing, it's, I think it's partially it's out of boredom sometimes, but I also think there's times where it's a distraction and it, and, and, and I, I do it subconsciously to avoid kind of facing reality, which could be, maybe it's, maybe it's stress that I'm feeling, or maybe it is boredom, or maybe it's, I know I have some things to get done, but I'm trying to procrastinate and I just subconsciously do it you know, to, to distract myself from those things. And I think like for me personally, and I think a lot of us could do a lot better of, of just facing what's going on and, and not going to it as a distraction and just face head on what you're feeling or what you need to do. Um, so that would, that would kind of be my take on it, but no, I I love the time test because it gives you some, some serious action, actionable things to do versus just, Hey, unplug more. Love it. That's awesome, man. All right, cool. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Dr. B, thanks for your time, brother. Um, this is awesome stuff. I think my, my last message to people would be, you know, the, we gave you six things to be doing. And if you feel, if you leave this call or this video and you, and you get the feeling like you're going to fail if you don't do all six of these things, that's the wrong takeaway. Um, you know, you may already be doing some of these things. Give yourself a pat on the back and pick one of these to implement today or tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't feel like you have to do everything to get benefit. Start with one thing at a time, build it into your day, um, you know, and, and share your results. You know, if, if get, a, get someone to do it with you to hold you accountable. I know you and I have done things like that where we've held each other accountable with different challenges or different things to try. And it's, it helps big time when you have someone there kind of on your side going through it uh, with you together. Perfect, man. All right, dude. Until next time, um, thanks to everyone who watched and listened. And please share, please comment with your thoughts. We'd love to hear what's going on with you. And uh, we'll be doing something like this again. We'll see you. Have a great day, guys. Thanks again for tuning in and for listening today. Please, please consider subscribing, sharing, commenting, leaving reviews, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll be back with more content in the future. Um, I want to leave you with one quick message and that is to, you know, do the best you can and, and be okay with the fact that everything isn't easy or perfect and you may be scared or fearful or be struggling with some things and and that's okay. It's normal. It's, it's human nature. You know, we all struggle with stuff. And so instead of getting down or, you know, feeling guilty or shameful or asking, you know, why can't I handle this? Um, I think it's it's important to give yourself a little bit of empathy and compassion and and tell yourself that it's okay to feel that way. And from there, come out of it with with a focus on on taking a step forward. And everyone's steps look differently, and that's okay. And as long as you're you're doing the best you can and as long as you're trying to make your situation better, I think that's all we can ask of one another. So um, best of luck. I hope you're doing great. Please reach out with anything. Um, and we will be chatting soon. Bye-bye.